Hi guys, welcome back to the Motivational Monday Club podcast. My name's Nicole, and today I want to talk to you about the power of prayer and using God as your main source for motivation and getting you closer to your goals. I also want to introduce you to one of my really great friends whose walk with God is her open book testimony for all to read, and she's motivated so many people around her, including her very own household with her walk with God. So with that said, let's get started. So you guys, what's so special about hosting a Motivational Monday Club or any club that allows people to work on feeling better about themselves is the fact that Lots of people share stories with me about, you know, some of the struggles that they've been through and some of the ways that they've overcome them and all the ways that they've stayed motivated to help them overcome that battle that they went through. And so I just feel super honored and privileged to be able to have those types of conversations with people. And not only that, but like I said before in the past is be able to have this type of positive, motivating, inspiring platform that is a type of fellowship that brings glory to source energy, which is God. And so I just feel so, like I said, honored and privileged to be able to be that person for people that gets to be a part of those types of conversations. And not only that, but be a place where People can listen to these types of conversations because we can relate to each other in so many different ways, even though we might have opposite lives than someone else. And so I just had to mention that here today because the conversation that I was able to have with Linda was just something so special to me because she is someone that I can personally talk to about my walk with God. And for me, also, my walk with God has been something that's kept me so motivated and inspired about my goals because I realize, you know, why I have to go through some of these struggles. And sometimes going through struggles means talking about them. And sometimes the talking about them is what changes people's lives. And so if you're here with me today listening to this podcast, then I hope that it reaches you in some way, whether you are someone like Linda or someone like me or somebody that, you know, has some sort of different belief system. But I just hope that something inside of this podcast resonates with you so that you can take it with you on your walk, on your journey in this life, and be able to hopefully get closer to whatever it is that you're working toward. So thank you for being with me on this podcast, you guys. I'm so excited about this week's podcast, you guys, because this week I was able to interview my really great friend, Linda Ruain. And the reason I'm excited for you to hear from her is because she is somebody that I talk to personally about my walk with God. And that is one of the major reasons I am able to stay motivated is because I realize, you know, all the things that God has blessed me with through the years. And I've had so many trials and tribulations that I've gone through that I can openly talk to with Linda. And she's just been someone that I look up to as 
my sister in Christ and also as a wife and as a mother and as my boyfriend's mother. And so oftentimes when I get to hang out with Linda, you know, whenever I visit her, when my boyfriend needs to, you know, do something at her house or if we're just hanging out just to visit, oftentimes I find that our conversations lead to you know, our walk with God and how great God is and how much, you know, glory he brings to our lives and, you know, how much we want to serve him and, you know, so much of how our goals lead to God's, you know, purpose. And so I just felt like it would be so perfect to just like, be able to turn on my phone one of these days when we're having a conversation like we typically do whenever I'm able to just hang out with her while Roman does his thing. And so this week, I knew that I was going to be able to spend some extra time with her. And so I said, hey, Linda, can I just like turn on my phone when we're having a conversation? Because she just shares her heart so openly. And like I said, she shares her love for God so openly. And it's really inspiring to learn from her. And so without further ado, let me go ahead and bring on my great friend, Linda Ruane. All right. Thank you so much, Linda, for joining me on my Motivational Monday podcast. Um, One of the reasons why I wanted to interview you was because you're just somebody that is always so positive and God-driven and I just admire the way that you take care of your family and that you just always have like the right words to say when anyone's dealing with hardships or anything like that. But most importantly, you motivate me because of your ability to want to like go back to school, your eagerness to learn and smash through all your assignments with everything that you have going on um, on your plate. So I thought you'd be perfect for this podcast just because you're always eager for more and we need to hear from people like you because there's so many of us out there that just like feed off of other people's motivation. So thank you so much. Um, so first and foremost, what is like the number one thing that you use to keep yourself driven and motivated every single day? Well, the very, hi, Nicole. Hi. Uh, Thank you for (laughs) reaching out to me. It's a, it's a, it's a, I'm honored and I'm humbled, um, that you think of me that way. Um, because first and foremost, the I feel like I couldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for my relationship with Christ. He's my center and he's who the very first thing in the morning that's he's who I talk to. Mm-hmm. Um and if I don't start my day with him, um I can start I can see things start to take on different paths. Mm-hmm. Um but He's the reason. (laughs) Yeah. And it shows because you're always, like anytime I talk to you, you always find a way to bring it back to God. And I appreciate that because, you know, I just feel like so many of us need friends like that, you know, friends that are going to point us back to why we're really here, you know, because if not, we can get so caught up with everything going on in the world and stuff like that. Um, 
So I know that you have a lot on your plate, like, you know, you take care of your family and your husband, your husband just recently had a major procedure done. Yes. Um, and then not only that, but you're, you know, you have your two boys that your two boys that are grown men that are doing what <laughs> they need to do to help get their lives right. One that just got married, you know, and yes. one that's always in the mountains doing all these crazy things and. Um, and not only that, but your other, your other two boys from Tommy. And so I just want to know, like, I know it can get really like overwhelming when you're trying to keep up with a bunch of boys and, you know, especially your own goals and your household and things like that. Like for people that, you know, need some encouragement or motivation to stay, you know, on track with whatever it is that they're working on, like what advice do you give to them? You know, like for people who, I guess what I'm trying to say, most people would be really overwhelmed with everything that they have on their plate. If they, if someone like you, you know, who has all these boys and a husband and everything in your household and your animals and right. your education, <laughs> most people would be overwhelmed, you know? So what so, do you think it is that like... I think for me... Uh, I go back to like my foundation of my parents. My parents both uh, worked and um, it gave me a work ethic as well. Um, I've always, I've always worked except for these past 10 years. Um, I was in banking for, I don't know, 25 years. And um, my parent, my dad got sick. I had to take time off to care for him and my mom because neither one of them were driving at that time. Um, I was very blessed that um, I was able to do that. And what happened during that time was um, within a year, the income that Tommy and I had of him from his business, uh, he had a... He messed up his back and he was down and I couldn't return back to work because I was caring for my parents. Um, And at that time, my brother, well, my brother doesn't live here, so he wasn't able to. And my sister wasn't living here at that time either. So it was up to me. And uh, Tommy was looking at uh, a back surgery and our finances were dwindling to nothing during that time, I was, one month we'd pay the mortgage, the next month we'd pay utilities. At that time, we weren't, we didn't even qualify for food stamps or anything like that. And it was during that time that I, well, let me back up a little bit. I was born and raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school. Um, after, after I got divorced from uh, my two older sons, dad, I kind of walked away from the Catholic Church. I didn't feel a connection, and I'm thankful for my Catholic roots um, because because of that I knew I knew who God was, so right. He was in my life. Um, but I also didn't I didn't I knew who He was, but I didn't know who He was. If you can understand that, mm-hmm. so I walked away from the church, and um, I was I guess at that time I was kind of angry at the turn that my life took. I mean, I don't believe anybody gets married to get divorced, but I did. Mm -hmm. Um, Raising my sons by myself for a couple of years. I mean, 12, we were 12 years, you know. 
that I was divorced before I met Tommy. During that time, um, after my parents got sick and Tommy hurt his back, um, it was a very, very difficult time for us. And uh, saw one of my cousins uh, one day and they just kind of started inviting us to their house and saying, you know, come over, come for dinner and this and that. And I saw in their home there was love and prayer and God. Um, and I wanted that. I didn't know what it was, but I wanted whatever they had. And so Tommy told me, he says, you want to go to church? And so we ended up going to their church, which is not non-denominational. It wasn't Catholic. We went and um, I remember, you know, wow, this is so different from a mm -hmm. Catholic church. Um, Catholic church is very traditional, very structured. structured. Yeah, very structured. You kneel, you sit, you have the set prayers that you do every week. And mm -hmm. this one, they were reading right from the Bible. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. You know, I got a Bible and there I was like, I, it created a hunger in me to know who is this God? Who is Jesus? Who is mm -hmm. all these things that he did, all these miracles? And um, so I started reading and it was during that time that there was a women's retreat that um, I that I went to. I didn't really want to go because I'm not much for like really leaving my family. Mm -hmm. But Tommy encouraged me. He says, go, go on this women's retreat. Stayed with the kids. I left met meals prepared for them and stuff like that. And this was a, for a weekend. I went and it was about the Proverbs 31 woman. I didn't even know what that was. And uh, in Proverbs uh, 31, towards the end of the chapter, it talks about the Proverbs 31 woman and what, who she is and what she does. And um, it was during that time that I, I realized in the Bible, when you get married, it says, uh, women submit to your husbands. Um, when I was newly married to Tommy. I wasn't submitting to anybody. <laughs> that just, I wasn't going to do that. I was very independent. I was a hardworking woman. I didn't really need anybody to take care of me. I didn't want to have joint accounts. I was just like, I wanted to be in control. And going to this retreat and learning that in the Bible, when it says submit to your husband, it means submit to God, submit to Christ. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, uh, that allowed me to, I, it's like I, I actually heard God telling me, Linda, you're not the boss. Mm -hmm. You're not the boss of anything. You can't control anything and you're, you're not the boss of your husband. You know, I put husbands on, if you look at my word, you look that husbands are the leaders of the home. Mm -hmm. And he says, your job is to love your husband, to encourage him, to uh, lift him up, um, to help him, not mm -hmm. to tear him down or anything like that. There's going to be times that he's going to make bad choices or something like that, but you mm -hmm. still stand by him and you, you're you there, there for him. Mm -hmm. And as I was at this women's retreat and I heard all this, I was thinking, oh my gosh, wow, 
I am going about this all wrong. Mm-hmm. Couldn't I wait think to... there's so many people that don't know, that don't know that. Right. And when I came home, I mean, I couldn't wait to see Tommy. And immediately I went up to him and I said, you know, I, I need to talk to you. And I just told him, I said, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I have not been the wife to you that the Lord has called me to be. I want you to lead our family in all areas, uh, finances, all decisions, everything. I want, I want you to, to lead us. He looked at me like, what? <laughs> and I felt like such a big weight off of my shoulders. Um, like, man, I don't have to decide anything anymore, you know? <laughs> but so that was a big step for me during that time. And as I read more about his word and that all I needed to worry about was me and God. That was first, my relationship with God. And that if I completely surrendered to him, then all other areas in my life would be blessed. Mm-hmm. So it for me, it was easy as getting up every morning, having early morning time without the getting the kids ready for school. Because at that time, because Tommy and I have been together almost 12 years, um... The boys, uh, well, Roman and Jerome, they moved out a little bit after we got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Caleb and Zach were with us from when they were little. I mean, second grade. And uh, Zach. And- so here I was, newly married, uh, newly out of work, uh, blended family, um, taking care of my parents, taking care of the household, not having any money, um, but I was rich with God. I mean, I can't even explain to you the, the joy and the peace that I felt at that time. Uh, it's like when things go bad, I still have joy. I still have peace because uh, I think of what Christ, who he is and what he's done for, for me. I don't even, I mean, for the whole world, but I always think what he did for me. And it just, it just amazes me. Um, so during that time, you know, here I was, a new, a new stepmom. So I was a new stepmom and I loved I loved raising Roman and Jerome, and here I was with two new little boys again. And it was just, I was starting over, and um, I had no regrets. I was happy. I loved my boys, all my boys. And I just wanted, I was able to do this only with, only with Christ, because... I couldn't have done it on my own strength because if any of you know being part of a blended family and having to co-parent with other people Mm -hmm. is sometimes very difficult but I just I let Jesus take the wheel in all of this and in any choices or decisions that needed to be made I just always went to him first and Mm -hmm. I learned a lot that if 
if I don't go to him first with any choices, even day-to-day -day stuff that I have to complete, my choice is usually wrong. And it, it makes the situation harder or worse um, to whereas if I go to Christ first and seek him and seek his word, um, I can hear his still little voice directing me and telling me, which is typically, just love him like I love you, Linda. Just love him like I love you. Because if, when we love like Christ, that's all he asks us. He just wants us. And when we start to change our percep perception and of things around us and looking through a different lens of it's not all about me or about how I want things, um, because it's a much bigger picture. And if I wanted to make sure that um, my husband and my kids would always see Christ in me because I may be the only person that day that they that would show them the love of Christ. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes it's very, very hard. But um, because sometimes when you love somebody, you have to also speak truth that hurts the other person mm -hmm. or you have to discipline and that hurts the other person. Mm -hmm. But I truly believe that when you do it biblically and in love, I think it's, uh, I've never had any re regrets mm -hmm. that I've, that if I've hurt somebody's feelings, if I'm doing it all for God's glory, then it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. if, uh, because sometimes, sometimes things just have to be said, you right. know, in order for things to, to change or to get better. As far as, um, my daily life now, 12 years later, um, I haven't worked. It's been very, very different for me. I decided last year to go back to school, um, mainly because I was starting to feel like I was just a wife or just a mom, and I had always wanted to have a career. And I had a pretty good career uh, before quitting to take care of my parents. Mm -hmm. So when I decided to go back to school, Tommy was very encouraging. And he says, yeah, just do it. My whole goal in going back to school was not to return to the workforce because I don't really want to go back to work. <laughs> I love I love being home. I love taking care of our animals. Um, I love taking care of my dad. I love taking care of Tommy. I just, I just love my life. And, um, but I also wanted to keep my mind sharp and I wanted to like prove to myself that I was still capable of learning mm -hmm. new things. And, uh, boy, that first week of class, cause I, it's for accounting. I'm doing, get, uh, going to get an associates in accounting that first, uh, week, first two weeks, I was like, no books. Like, no, everything was online, which I, I mean, I understand how to use a computer, you know, but I'm, if you think about it, I've been out of school like 35 years. So I'm used to having 
a book, a real book in front of me that I can highlight or put tabs on or something to mm -hmm. where I'm, when I'm doing studying or taking a quiz or doing homework, I just flip through the pages. Right. You know, it, it was very different, very, very different for me. And, but I actually did very well. Um, my first semester, my first semester, I got a 4.0 and then my second semester didn't do as well as I got like a 3.8 or something like that. But, um, now I know I'm on my third semester and, um, it's, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And I love, now I love that everything is online because it gives me the flexibility to do my work early in the morning, um, you know, in the evening, whenever I have time. And and it just feels, it feels good. And mm -hmm. I was even telling uh, Tommy the other day, I said, you know, maybe when I uh, get this degree, maybe I'll just keep going to school. Yeah. And not for anything, really, just to go, just to, it just feels, uh, it's, I just feel that it, value I guess yeah adds value to who you are and not only that but what you are learning mm -hmm. is valuable to your family because you like to take care of your family mm -hmm. and so the things that you're learning you can teach your boys how to you know manage their finances better right. or right, right, you know right. maybe if they start their own businesses or something like that you can help them mm -hmm. with their accounting or whatever it may be you know so yes. that is yes. a skill that you can still learn yes and put to use for sure yes um so I know you mentioned that like you can't start your day without God. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for somebody who's like wanting to develop new practices and maybe, um, you know, devote more time to talking to God? What does that look like? I mean, I know when I first started, you know, getting really involved in the church and things like that, I didn't really know like where to start. I just knew I was hungry, you know? So what are some like pointers you have for someone that's, brand new like what does that look like for you in in the morning spending time with God well I can tell you that the year 2020 for me has been a year of refreshing re-energizing myself uh, getting closer to the Lord because as you know all the churches were shut down and Tommy and I were very involved at church um, we've always love to serve um, in any capacity mm -hmm. there I mean on a given week sometimes we were there you know three days a week we would have a, a Bible study here in our home every week that's just what we love doing and when this COVID pan pandemic started well everything came to a halt right and I still I still need that connection uh, and yes church gives us the fellowship the Bible study gives us fellowship. This just gave me the opportunity to connect closer with God. What that looks like for me is getting up early before anybody else. Mm -hmm. And lately it's been a little bit tough for me. I don't know if it's because it's dark outside. Mm -hmm. But before, I mean, I'd get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and... That was my time. I put my little earbuds in. Um, I would listen to scripture. I would um, listen to worship music. Um, but very first thing I would say, thank you, God. Thank you for another day. Thank you for blessing me with 
my home, with my family, with my kids. And I'd say, I ask you today to guide my, my thoughts, that my words are your words, that my ears are open, that my body language, my facial expressions, mm -hmm. my posture all reflect you. I said, because mm -hmm. I want, that's what I want to project during the day, no matter what today brings me. Mm -hmm. And I would just give them thanks and praise because I was blessed. I mean, no matter what was going on out there, no matter with things being shut down, I was still blessed. Mm -hmm. And we always, every single one of us, we all have something to be thankful for every single day. Right. And if we don't, to me, if we don't acknowledge that, it's, uh, then, we, then we start to feel... We expect things or we, we feel entitled. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. Nobody deserves anything. You know, uh, God blesses us each and every day. And if we, mm -hmm. I mean, just with the air that we breathe. Right. I mean, and it's just, that's how I start. Um, I love to read. Um, I just, I don't, I'll read his word, you know, uh, there's devotionals. I have books that I read right now. I just recently purchased a book, um, Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I bought it, Tommy was like, what do you need that for? And I said, you know what? I said, I just want to make sure that there isn't anything that I am leaving out mm -hmm. that is that is hindering my closeness with God. I don't want it to hinder my relationship with others either. Right. You know, I said, so I just, I just want to be, I want to be just who God created me to be. You right. know, a wife, a mom, a friend, a sister, an aunt, a, a cousin, you know. Um, and I want to, I just want to be, something that I've always wanted is I just want to be bold. I want to be like, um, not afraid to tell others about him, about God. Mm -hmm. um, and right before the pandemic, I had started becoming a little bit more bold, um, just going to Walmart, right? And this one day, I remember there was this young girl at the checkout, and uh, she just looked sad to me. And I walked out, and God told me, go pray for her. And I was like, huh? And I was obedient. I turned around and I went up to her. And she was actually not at a register. She was, you know, at the self-checkout where you're like at the watching people. She was right there. And I just went up to her and I said, hey, where's your smile today? And she says, Oh, Adam, I said, you have a beautiful smile. Every time I come in here, you're smiling. Mm -hmm. And I said, can I pray with you? Mm -hmm. And she said, yes, please. She grabbed my hands and I started praying with her and she started crying. And when, we were, when I was done, she hugged me and she said, I so needed this today. Mm -hmm. She says, you made this day good for me she says because i honestly didn't want to 
be here anymore mm-hmm. in like in life mm-hmm. you know so just think if i wouldn't have been mm-hmm. obedient to what he told me who knows what this woman would have done later after right. work or something so that's what i want to do i just want to be bold and another thing that i i'm like the lord has been telling me lately to do mm-hmm. is uh for you know we had our bible study before and just recently they came to us and asked us if we wanted to start it again because we hadn't done it all last year well um Tommy and I kind of prayed about it and we thought you know what we we want to do something different and what we decided to do now is we want to like invite have like not a bible study but just a way of showing the love of Jesus. So, and we want to start in our neighborhood. And so if that means this week we invite a, one couple for dinner to our home, feed them and just have the opportunity to share Christ with them, mm-hmm. you know, to show them that you're, you're our neighbors and we love you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the following week, and one of our other neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, because it has to, God, the church is a building. Mm-hmm. Each one of us are the church. And, right. and so even though we haven't been able to be at church, we can still, still be the church everywhere we go. Right. And, and that's through our actions and through how, how we love, mm-hmm. you know, and, I don't know. I just <laughs> That's such a great idea because I just I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying and I can relate to you in that that's how I feel when I want to help people to feel more motivated mm-hmm. and you know inspired to keep going after whatever whatever it is mm-hmm. that they want. You know, the in the way that I'm trying to influence people to be more motivated is the way that you're trying to influence people to have a relationship with God. So I can I can totally appreciate that about you and relate. That's so awesome. Um, I know you mentioned that you like to read the Word, and yes. I know that there's so many people that want to get started on reading the Bible, uh-huh. but they don't know like what book to start in or things like that. So, um, can you recommend like a place to start in the in the Bible for some people that are wanting to get started? Well, I know there's lots of people that say you know. Um, First of all, there's the Bible app, which is free to download. And I love that because you can, you have access to it anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, even first thing, it, uh, that's what I do in the morning. Is that's how I read my word in the morning. So I'm not actually getting out of bed, but I can read it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not waking Tommy up or anything like that. Right. <clears throat> but I think, honestly, for a person who's just starting... I would suggest like in the Bible app, like devotionals in there, they're there. They have them like by what you're, what you're seeking, what you're uh, searching for. It could be faith. It could be love. It could be, maybe you're struggling with anger. Uh, maybe you want to uh, devotionals about blended families or marriages or dating, or mm-hmm. they have so many devotionals. You start one of those mm-hmm. and um, it'll tell you, give you a little bit, uh, 
it'll tell you a little bit about the the scripture. Mm -hmm. Then it'll direct you to the scripture to read as well. Mm -hmm. And it, some are as little as three days. Some are a, a year. Some are mm -hmm. ten days. On the Bible app now, you can actually um, request somebody. You have a friend. You can ask them to do the Bible study with you oh, through wow. there. And what happens at the end of the devo that day's devotion, it allows you, it says, like, what did you get from today's thing? And you can just type it in, and then it's there for your friend to see or whoever. Um, I've done some of those. Um, and then what happens after that is, I mean, there's, like, a lot of people will say there's uh, to read one problem proverbs a day you know one mm -hmm. chapter a day um i love psalms i mean mm -hmm. i just love the the rawness mm -hmm. um there's there's many psalms that are high and praising god and worshiping him and then there's some that david is singing and saying god you know please mm -hmm. you know where are you mm -hmm. um job I, the book of Job is, oh my gosh, what that man went through, you mm -hmm. know, um, revelation, uh, it's just, there's so many, I mean, but right. I, if, if I was just getting started, I would start with a devotional, awesome. you know, and that's just, uh, it just starts, you know, mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Linda. That was really, really powerful. And like I said, I know that there's so many people that would benefit from hearing from what you have to say and all these little like golden nuggets that you dropped on us. I mean, there's tons of families out there that are blended. There's tons of young people out there that are wanting to know how to be, you know, the best wife and mother that they can be for their family in the future, you know? And there's tons of other young people that are just getting started that you know, don't know where to start. So thank you so much for opening your heart and sharing and being willing to be with me on this podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You guys, I truly believe that when we talk to God first, about whatever it is that we might be asking for. And not only that, but thanking God for what we already have upon asking him for whatever it is that we need. I think that that daily practice of doing so really truly does naturally bring forth whatever it is that you're asking for. And that's why so many people say no ask is ever too large for our God because he is the almighty God and nothing that we want from him is impossible if we truly trust in him and do what we can to bring glory to him. And so I bring this up to you guys because I have believed for so long over the past few years as I've watched my life completely change from what was complete turmoil and sadness and darkness and confusion. And I mean, I was just lost at one point in my life. And as soon as I figured out how to put God first and turn to him first and bring glory to him first, that's when I started watching all of the things that I truly wanted for myself to just flourish and come to fruition. And 
I bring this up to you guys because that's why I like to jump on here and pray with you guys because if we can all just start there every single week, start with thanking God every single week, then we can naturally elevate our mindset and of course get closer to source energy, which is God. And naturally everything will just flow in our favor in a better way. So with that said, I'm going to ask everybody to please bow their heads and pray with me. That's my only challenge for you this week is to maybe use any time at the start of your day or at the end of your day to talk to God and pray to God and watch the magic unfold in your life. So go ahead and bow your heads and pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day and another opportunity ahead. And thank you for all of your divine connections and all of the people that you send to us that bring glory to you to help us see the bigger picture while we're here on this earth, Lord Jesus. Thank you for all of your blessings. We trust you. We have faith in you and we love you. It's in your precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode of the Motivational Monday Club podcast. Happy Motivational Monday and have the best week ever.